Hello, my lovelies. This is the Sober Manifesto. My name is Dinny, and I am not only your host, but I am a mindset coach, a realtor, and a manifesting master. With this podcast, it is my intention to inspire you into action to help you elevate your life to receive more wealth and happiness. Whether you want to take your business to the next level, find true love, or just attract more money and abundance, this podcast is for you. I will be sharing with you how I personally transformed my life, healing my relationship with money, and changing my mindset to believe that I was worthy of being a badass boss bitch. Life is not a competition, people. It is a community, and there is enough abundance for everyone. So join me today as we grow with gratitude, lift each other up, maybe cry a little bit, and just start winning. Welcome to you all to episode three, week three of your favorite manifesting podcast, The Sober Manifesto, with me, your host, Denora. Ugh, still getting used to that. Denora. I'm going to have to say it a few times. Maybe we'll start off slow and just go with Lolita. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, I'm really sorry for getting episode three out so late to you guys. Usually I have it done and edited and out the door by Wednesday. But in my defense, I have been a little preoccupied. Angel and I managed to take advantage of the fact that my ex-husband was in town watching the kids. So we took our little selves over to Steamboat Springs to enjoy a little romantic getaway. I highly recommend Steamboat Springs for anyone who has not been there. We had such an amazing and actually magical time. We stayed in the cutest little bed and breakfast. Um, The woman who runs it, was just the cutest little thing she always had a story to tell she recommended some great spots for us to go and hang out and breakfast was divine so bed and breakfast for me is definitely gonna like rank higher over hotels especially since angel and i've had such bad luck with hotels over the past year and those are stories for another day but colorado springs the only hotel i will go to now ever is the mining exchange everywhere else nope not interested (laughs) hotels and i just don't get on very well so bed and breakfast is where it's at for sure if you do make your way on over to steamboat springs i do want to recommend a couple of things um we went and rented these electric bikes from ski and bike care over there on lincoln ave so fun i think we rode about 14 miles that day in a space of about an hour and a half and uh, we saw a bear we saw a bear on the bike trail I was petrified. Angel was the most excited I've ever seen her. So that was fun. And then we had dinner at the most amazing restaurant called Savage. Shout out to Savage and everybody who works there. The food wasn't the only experience. So We were looked after so well. But the souffle, oh, chef's kiss. Love it. I'm doing that a lot these days. Chef's kiss. I'm pretty sure I'm going to do it again in this episode. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. I digress. Episode three, week three. I love the number three. 
I love it. In numerology, it represents harmony, wisdom, and understanding. And being a very spiritual woman as I am, and today is the new moon, I really appreciate the spirituality surrounding the number three. It is the number of the divine. It represents past, present, future, birth, life, death, the beginning, the middle, and the end, the holy trinity, the amount of strikes before you're out, and the correct number of amigos. Not to mention, the number three is the absolute very best paranormal activity movie out there. One, great. Two, meh. Three, yes. Chef's kiss. There we go. That movie holds the very best horror movie scene I've ever perceived with my peepers in my entire 39 years in this lifetime. Now, you may or may not know that I am a huge horror fan, especially paranormal movies. And if you haven't seen Paranormal Activity 3, there is one scene in there that made the whole movie for me. It's that scene where they fit the camera to the oscillating fan and it shoots back and forth from the front door to the kitchen. I love it. I love it because while it's going back and forth, all all you see, there's no one at the front door, but there's the mum is in the kitchen. Everything is normal. It's great. She's hot. Sorry, Angel. I love you, but this woman is chef's kiss. Okay, that's the last time I do that, I promise. So we're watching her. We're watching the front door, back and forth, back and forth. You're almost lulled into this false sense of security when all of a sudden we swing back to the kitchen and everything is gone. I mean, it's gone. The toaster, the utensils, the fruit bowl, the coffee machine. We swing back to the front door. We're all confused at this point. And me, I'm trying to work out what's coming next. With all my years of horror movie expertise, I'm trying to work it out, but nothing. Nothing has prepared me for this moment. We're back in the kitchen. I'm holding my breath. We're just about to pull back to the front door. And then it happens. Boom! Everything falls from the ceiling the moral of the story is don't let life get too comfortable in that you think you know what's coming life like horror movies are full of amazing surprises (laughs) that's so corny i I remember watching that bit in the movie theater with my brother and i wanted to jump up and applaud i was so impressed i've never seen anything just come you imagine it to be like stacked the chairs to be stacked up like in poltergeist or something but to disappear and then to fall from the ceiling i was impressed I didn't stand up and applaud. I just made a little woo sound and then got myself so excited that I caused a panic attack. But it's okay, it was totally worth it. Now, in honor of the fantastical number three, I'm gonna share with you three secrets to manifest your desires quickly that we're going to call the power of three. (laughs) I try to come up with something a little more clever, but as I said, I've been very busy this week enjoying myself without children. (laughs) So if you are here because there is something that you want and you need it quickly, then you are going to love this episode. So let's get to it. Going to have a sip of my tea. Yes, I'm British and yes, I drink tea all day long. No one is surprised. Now, I already know that you are all believers because that's why you're here, right? And if you want the universe to deliver something to you swiftly, I know you hold no doubts and have absolute trust that what you want is already yours. Of course it is, because you are powerful. You are in control. You are strong. You are intuitive. You figured out that the secret to life was no secret. It was you. It was you all along. Now, you know, 
perfectly, without hesitance, that because you live your life with intention and are consciously aware of karmic balance, as long as what you want will bring no harm to anyone else, you can live your absolute best life. And I, you have to um, forgive me for one moment. I get so excited when I'm making these podcasts that I tend to talk very, very fast. It's definitely the Spanish in me. We all tend to talk very, very fast, but I can't help it. I get so excited. So if you feel me kind of slow down at parts, it's because I'm kind of reminding myself to shut the fuck up for a minute and just relax. So this is one of those moments. Now, the other day I was listening to a podcast because I do enjoy listening to some myself. Um, One of Oprah's actually and her lifelong friend Deepak Chopra said something that made me take a minute to ponder. He was quoting French theologian Pierre Delhard del Chardin. I just butchered that, didn't I? Sorry, all you French speakers out there, but if you'd like to let me know the correct way to, to say it, I'd greatly appreciate it. So quoting French theologian Pierre, we're just going to call him that, he said, we are not human beings having a spiritual experience. We are spiritual having a human experience. Oof. That was the sound of my mind blowing. Think about that for a minute. We are all of us currently having a human experience, suggesting that our spirits experience things that aren't just of this physical form that we call our bodies. Now I'm gonna get a little deep here and scientifical. Well, as much as saying the word scientifical without Googling if it's real, is a real word, can get me. Is it a real word? It just feels weird in my mouth, but I'm gonna roll with it. So scientifically, scientifically? Okay, yeah, that's definitely a word. Scientifically, the law of conservation of energy states that energy can neither be created nor destroyed. It can only be converted from one form of energy to another. So in theory, my theory, not anyone who's actually, you know, gone to school, my theory is our energy could have literally been all over the place. It could have traveled through the proverbial wardrobe on a plethora of occasions in God knows what timelines and is currently connected all across time and space as we perceive it to you. Did did you hear that? Because I just blew my fragile little mind again. My point is you are energy. Everything around you is energy. And the only way to use energy is to transform it from one form to another. So whatever it is that you want, Whatever it is that you desire that you're about to try and manifest, you have to make it part of you. Now, when I'm discussing manifesting with people and I ask them, if you could have anything right now, what would you ask for? I usually get one of two answers, money or happiness. It's always the same, money or happiness. When I ask them, okay, what will make you happy? Not surprisingly, money is their answer. So money is where we're going to start today. Simply and specifically, two words I want you to always have in the back of your mind, especially when you're in the process of attracting. Simply and specifically, I want you to write down the amount of money that you are going to attract. To all of you writing $1 million, this eye roll is for you. I've heard that one before too. So next I want you to write down what is the achievable outcome for this specific amount of money? Is it to pay a bill? Is it for a surgery? A car you desperately need? 
Now, remember, this power of three type of manifesting is specifically for attracting something quickly. For larger goals, you're going to want to take your time and work on those requests over a longer period with clear and concise intention. Making sure your blocks, remember we talked about them last week, are completely worked through. For instance, 2020, you all know by now, it was the worst year of my life. My marriage fell apart and amongst a heap of other shit, I was thousands of miles away from any sort of family and COVID stopped us all from traveling each way. I was in that, it's okay, I got this mentality. I thought if I was positive enough on the outside, I could manifest my way out of anything. (laughs) Wrong. On the outside, I would say, universe, I cannot wait to meet all the new clients and make $35,000 a month. Now that's a totally reasonable request. It's an achievable outcome. I'm a realtor, so it's completely attainable for me to find enough clients and deliver a good service and make that kind of money. I set the intent, I inspired action, I got out there, I got my hands dirty, and I was ready to meet all the clients who were gonna help me reach my goal. But nothing, Uh, worse than that, all hell broke broke loose. I didn't even have the normal amount of clients I was used to. And now I'm healthy, I can see why. If your mouth is saying, I want more money, and then your brain shuts up, your brain continues the conversation with, because I'm scared, I am now financially responsible for my entire family and I could lose it all. Your mouth may say, I'm so excited to receive money to pay my bills, but your brain says, because I am petrified, I won't be able to. Fear of lack attracts lack. It's that simple. I I know you may be worried about finances, but your focus cannot stand with fear. Your lack has to become fact, not focus. Just for a moment. Now, it's a fact that you're experiencing a financial drought which is why you're coming to the universe for help. The fact is not invited to the party. The fact has to stay at home. The fact wears Crocs. The fact is Elizabeth Holmes. When you focus on it, it will cost you billions of dollars for an idea that you can produce a world of results from something as small as a pinprick. Because you believed in it so hard, you ignored the machine itself kept shouting error. Fuck the fact. The fact makes you miss really important steps. So now we have the amount and the why. Let's say it's $100 for a phone bill. Nice and easy. Next, I want you to write a text message and send it to yourself. I'm so happy that your phone bill is paid, it reads, and send it. Now, obviously it's gonna come straight back to you, but imagine that someone else has sent it. Read it, feel it, smile. Imagine yourself paying the bill in whichever way you do that. I know some of you out there are still sending back those prepaid envelopes with checks inside. But get your bill and write paid on it with a big smiley face. Keep the bill where you can see it, with a big paid written on it. Whatever reason you want the money, you have to own the energy of the achievable outcome as if you already have transformed it into your own energy. Feel that money in your hands, visualize it in your bank account, make it part of you. Now, you may not have noticed it, but just then, In those couple of minutes, I gave you the entire trio of the supreme power behind the power of three. A manifestation, if you will. Okay, that's even worse than the power of three. Now, I know it seemed a little hectic and no doubt you got caught up in the emotions of it all. You're probably listening to me with one half of your brain and planning your wins with the other. Now, if you were, you will be forgiven. But just for you, I'm going to break the process down a little bit more in order for you to do it yourselves. So, number one. 
What do you want? Simply and specifically, is it money, love, friends, a bottle of discontinued Stella McCartney perfume? Specifically, $100. Just be as specific as possible. We don't need to waste time here. Two, why? Remember, you have to ignore the fact. My why? Because Stella McCartney has been my signature perfume for at least 16 years and I'm mad that she's discontinued it. I literally feel naked without it. I wanna highlight the word without. It shows lack and focusing now on the achievable outcome. Because the smell is unique, like me, and it makes me feel cozy like Christmas days, even in the summer. It reminds me of London and I always get complimented on it. And if my soul had a scent, this would be it. Three, become it. Oh, I can see myself unwrapping the package that just got dropped off. It's a plain brown box, but I'm enjoying every moment. I feel like Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, you know, when he opens that winning bar of chocolate and he just sees that little bit of gold. Slowly, as I unpeel back the, that brown cardboard packaging, I can see little glimpses of purple. And I know, I know that my favorite perfume is inside this box. I harness no more anticipation. I it's finally here. I can feel the corners of the bottles on my hands. I can feel that hexagonal lid as I pull it off and I hurriedly, but sparingly, spray my wrists and breathe deeper through my nose than any meditation has ever, ever taught me. I can actually feel it sting in my nostrils and I don't care. It's an old friend. It's a memory of me. I know others will think about me when they smell this perfume. When I die of old age at 113, mourners will wear this perfume for weeks on end, screaming my name into the wind. Dinora, no. Okay, listen, that was a little dramatic, but you get where I'm coming from. You have to imagine your wants and your desires becoming part of you. I'm very good at imagining as I got older, which I'm very, very grateful for because it took me a little practice to get back into it, just like when I was a child and I love it. I'm, I'm to that point now when, I, as I was telling you that story, I can actually smell my perfume. Um, real quick, completely off topic, but I'm gonna say something a little controversial here. Stella McCartney, total boss, lover, but her old man, not a fan. Sir Paul McCartney, I'm sure as a person, you are a complete doll and I love you, but your music, meh. My mum, on the other hand, huge Beatles fan. A little shout out to Linda McCartney, Stella's mum. Because of her, I was able to dedicate myself to veganism when I was seven for a full 24 hours. The McCartneys, really good at meatless sausages and perfume, but music, I could take it or leave it. Interestingly, in December of 2020, Paul McCartney released an album named Three, shown as three dots on a dice. Third Man Records, owned by Jack White of the White Stripes, released a limited edition that only pressed, wait for it, 333 copies. Now, I didn't know any of this until I sat down to write the structure of my podcast. Something inside me just made me see if the McCartneys had any relevance to the number three. I mean, that more than just a little bit has relevance, don't you think? And these are not coincidences. I always have to remind myself of that. These are little synchronicities. Synchronicities are really important when you are partaking in manifestation. They show us that we're on the right track. 
that the declarations we have made towards a more abundant future have been heard and your desires are on their way to you, so keep going. When my perfume arrives, I'll let you all know. Either that or Sir Paul McCartney himself is going to knock on my door and make me listen to Beatles songs until I agree that I like them. Whatever, I'm happy either way. Now, how are you feeling right now? Is something inside of you stirring? Uh, Memories of your own synchronicities starting to creep in. They are, aren't they? Like when you're driving down the road and you see double numbers, when you're thinking about something really important. You're feeling more connected and you're noticing the internal changes that rise when your frequency of your body does. You know that anxious feeling in your stomach? Are you questioning it now? Is it anxiety or is it excitement? It's excitement. So stay where you are right now. Right now, keep that feeling. Now pick up your paper and your pen and work through the power of three. If you're in the car, don't worry. Throw on some music, sing your heart out. May I recommend the 1982 hit by Dexys Midnight Runners, Come On Eileen. It's a personal favorite of mine. It's it's like a little seasoning for my imagination, a little hot sauce, if you may. And it definitely helps me keep my vibrations up. Keeping your vibrations high is an integral part to receive abundance. The abundance that you've been working so hard on for the past couple of weeks, the abundance that you deserve. So as we end this podcast, our third episode, I want you to all go out there right now and do something that makes you happy. Turn that music up, sing your heart out, cook something, bake something, kiss someone, go pet a dog. It doesn't matter. Just go and be happy and you can join me all next week for episode four. Have a great day, everyone, and thank you. This is The Sober Manifesto with your host, Dinora. So weird.